0: Welcome to I Love You, I Know. I'm Josh Smith. I'm Annie. <laughs> and today we're gonna talk about packs. But whoa. <laughs> and Annie will tell you that I'm a little worried about the sound quality of this recording because we do not have our microphones. We're using the built-in mic, and I'm just waiting for one of these dogs to snore. But you know, it's uh, it is what it is. So before we talk, um about packs because we had packs two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go ahead and do our Star Wars questions, so Annie's going to pick a question to ask me, and I'm going to pick a question to ask Annie, and then I'm going to pick a question to ask any of the listeners. It's been a super long time. Now I have
1: a listener question. You do? Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you have one for me, too? or no?
1: I just picked one.
0: For me? Yeah. All right, so you give me my question first, and then I'll ask you yours. And, um, yeah, go ahead.
1: Who's nearly pounded into orange goo for an accident on the streets of Tatooine?
0: That's the question for the me? Yes. Jar Jar Binks. I uh, yeah. I gotta move this closer. Orange
1: to you. goo. Well, you speak louder than I do.
0: I know. Um it just seems really quiet.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: um,
1: um Okay, so
0: I got mine. You ready for your question? Yeah. Okay. What is Luke told he will be once Yoda dies? A Jedi. I am gonna give that to you. He says that he is going to be uh, the last of the Jedi.
1: The last, yes, I but
0: do.
1: I was close. You were
0: very close. That's, I think close enough. I think that counts.
1: Okay. This is for the viewers.
0: Okay, so this is for all you viewers out there. I haven't picked a prize yet.
1: <laughs> viewers is the wrong Right,
0: word. we talked about this before. Listeners. This is
1: for the listeners. So uh, I haven't
0: others. picked a prize yet, but there will be one. So, go the ahead. The
1: prize is going to be great. <laughs> Who does Princess Leia try to put at ease by offering a bit of food?
0: Nice, that's a good question.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll read it one more time. Okay. Who does Princess Leia try to put at ease by offering a bit of food?
0: Excellent. Okay. So...
1: Excellent, excellent, excellent.
0: That uh, That's our Star Wars question for this podcast. Um, It's been a long time since we've podcasted. It's, it's been... <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: It's been... It's been a long time since we podcasted. Did
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say
1: yeah, that's what you said? I, no,
0: I used correct you said tense.
1: Podcasted. Did. Did.
0: Um, it's been a long time since we have recorded a podcast. Yes. And it's been probably almost a year. Yeah, it has been almost a year, which is crazy. Cray, cray. Um, so hopefully, but we got really will, busy. We did get really busy, so hopefully that will change. Um, for any of the listeners, most of our listeners know us personally; they're people we know in real life. But based on the numbers on SoundCloud, we must have people that listen to us that are not. Um,
1: or our friends love us so much they listen to us multiple times. Nah, that doesn't seem like does that work?
0: Yeah, it does, but I don't think that's the case.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so do you want to tell the listeners that don't know us personally why one of the reasons we've been so busy lately? A because big change.
1: We be prego. Yeah we are
0: having a baby, a little Padawan, a little youngling in um April. So very, very close next month. And uh, he's going to be a little baby boy.
1: And his name will be?
0: His name will be David. I'm really worried that didn't pick you up. worried that it's not getting you. What
1: are you talking about? It goes like this. You can see the bar move. It's moving. (laughs)
0: Okay, all right. Um, God. So, yeah, so we're having a baby boy. That's kept us super busy, but we are very, 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 very excited to be parents. Yes. Um, But I think that that makes for an even more interesting challenge because... We have a, we went to PAX this year and you were eight months pregnant at PAX this year, which was was really, really crazy.
1: And great.
0: Was it? Well, yeah. I guess in a way. It had
1: its great benefits.
0: It did have its great benefits. So um, we also decided I would got, I got super crazy about having segments in the podcast because I thought, you remember, I thought it was like super important that we have this segmented structure to our podcast. And then I felt like we were forcing it too much. Right. So we kind of just decided that if we ever started podcasting, yeah, we were just going to talk about whatever, which That's I think true. is good. Remember we, we had talk that about that.
1: I was getting a little worried that you're going to start doing your segments again. No,
0: I think that you were right. I think that this podcast, I mean, because this podcast ultimately is for us. Ultimately. It's for us to talk. Right. So we should just talk about stuff.
1: Because we hate talking to each other otherwise. Yeah.
0: We need a, we need a.
1: Otherwise we just stop talking.
0: A formal uh, venue to be able to express our feelings because we're married. We don't talk to one another.
1: Right. Unless
0: it's in an organized setting. It's a setting.
1: typical thing that happens in marriage. Yeah. You forget.
0: Um, so what do you want to talk about, about Pax? What do, what do you what do? You want to start with? Our favorite moment? Our least favorite moment? Do you want to run through the beginning of the weekend?
1: How much I love Scott Kurtz.
0: How much I love Scott Kurtz. Scott Kurtz is amazing.
1: How sexy
0: oh, goodness,
1: man is. I'm going
0: to tweet at him if you say his name in this podcast. No. <laughs> who's your favorite? Who's, no. Who's sexy? No. Annie finds a... Pre- no. I didn't, I'm not going to say his name.
1: Christopher Perkins.
0: Okay. All right. So you said his name. And he has a very
1: um, I have a interesting great,
0: attraction to I Acquisitions is... Incorporated Dungeon Master.
1: <sighs> you judge me all you want.
0: I'm not judging you at all. I think he's a very handsome guy. I
1: think you love him just as much.
0: I do. I wouldn't say... I mean... I don't necessarily. <laughs>
1: Did you hear the hesitation?
0: I don't necessarily find Chris Perkins sexy, but I think he is. I think the way he DMs is sexy. It's
1: very attractive. He's got a
0: he's got an attractive brain, and he and DM attractive DM of creativity. <laughs> so oh, we got dude. to see Chris Perkins. Uh, we I was very excited. This is kind of j- getting ahead of ourselves, but why I why would it be? I don't know.
1: We're never ahead of ourselves.
0: Okay, I was really excited because um, we didn't get a Sunday badge this year.
1: No Sunday Badge.
0: So we didn't get to see Acquisitions Incorporated live. Right. But right. we got to see Chris Perkins live on what ended up being potentially a more enjoyable panel. Yes. Uh, do you want... I kind of want to save the Scott Kurt story for later. I kind of want to Here we talk, go.
1: Here comes the segment, Josh. Well,
0: no, no. But I mean, we want to... I mean, we look, we're going to tell the Scott Kurt story. That's going to be the best part of the podcast. And then we're going to be done. Is
1: it? I bet we could find some fun things.
0: So do you want to tell the Scott Kurtz story now?
1: I love Scott Kurtz. I'd love to talk about him.
0: Okay. So uh, on Saturday.
1: Saturday. No, no, no.
0: Or do we get it done on Friday? Because Friday? we had Friday. to come back. Friday. Right, right, right. So on Friday, we had the absolute pleasure. On
1: Friday.
0: We had the absolute <laughs> pleasure. Look, see? Now you got me all <laughs> flustered.
1: Well, we were sitting eating lunch, <coughs> and Erin, our beautiful, wonderful sister there hooked us up by saying that Scott Kurtz was commissioning drawings. And then I got this wacky idea it would be really great to have a drawing in the nursery for baby David. And so we ventured down there to see what we could get um, if anything. And Scott Kurtz is just a wonderful human being. He's so, so nice. So he, he wrote it all down and then he said, why don't you come on down the next day before my panel, because he knew we were going to go to it, because we love him so much, and he invited us to be his VIP.
0: Yep. Well, you're missing a key part of the story. The reason that he invited you to be part of the VIP... And... is
1: Oh, yeah, because I'm pregnant. Right. I right. forgot about that.
0: And he really liked your... So, because Annie's pregnant, she cosplayed as Chain Chomp, um, and this picture was kind of viral on Instagram, so you've probably seen it on Instagram, but um, there's a... A maternity cosplay where the baby baby bump, uh, you wear like a black maternity dress, and you make the baby bump look like Chain Chomp. Right, right. So Annie was rocking that on Friday, and um, Scott Kurtz, you know, asked about the baby, and we asked him to commission a a drawing for the baby. I
1: thought I had said all this.
0: I don't know if you said the, I don't know if you emphasized the baby part. I may have missed it. I'm sorry. I tuned out for a little bit because I was letting you do your thing um <laughs> this is marriage for
1: <laughs> you oh i'm sorry we do this podcast to talk to each other but then i tuned out, I tuned a, little out bit. a little bit that's that is marriage. so
0: anyway scott kurtz you know said you this part i know you didn't say i scott, guess i forgot to say it was pregnant. scott kurtz yeah scott kurtz very kindly said that you should not have to wait in line
1: yes indeed
0: so he asked us to come back the next day like 45 minutes before his panel started to walk up with him and get what he called VIP seating, which we didn't really know what that meant.
1: Mm-hmm. We just
0: knew we were going to get to hang out with Scott Kurtz, yep. so that was super exciting. That
1: was all we needed.
0: So fast forward to it Saturday. It could have been
1: in a dumpster. His VIP could have been in a dumpster, and I would have gone. It could have been. It could have been underneath this the panel stage, and I would have gone. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I VIP. I just would have. VIP, seat, VIP seating. VIP seating could have been like, like in a trunk. In a trunk. Where we just got, like, we were given, like, water and, like, a walkie-talkie to listen with. <laughs> Actually, that's, no, that's a lie. That would have been bad. But getting to hang out with Scott. you see pregnant Annie in a trunk right
1: now? It wouldn't be good.
0: Getting Scott, getting to meet Scott, though, and talk to Scott. And yes. I think part of the, like, the best part, the, the panel was great. So um, the panel was for Bin, Binwin's Minions, uh, which is kind of a 5E hack, almost. A 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons hack. Where Binwin Bronze Bottom has a bunch of interns, and you're going through like these small one off puzzle dungeons. um, And the goal is to kill the interns as few times as possible. Indeed. Solve the puzzle, you know, with as little deaths, basically. Right. Um, And that was great. Like the panel was super entertaining. That was a lot of fun. But honestly, the best part was walking up to the panel and getting to chat with Scott Kurtz and like getting to talk with him before the panel started because there was probably a good. I don't know, 15 20 minutes 20 where minutes, we were yeah, yeah, where we were in there by ourselves. Yeah. And it was just us and the other couple that Scott had brought um with him and Scott and the panelists uh and Chris Perkins was there and we got to Chris sit Perkins. we got to sit so close Josh was to Chris Perkins. At his
1: dimples. I was so excited.
0: Chris Perkins was amazing.
1: And you got to admit he's got good dimples. He
0: does. He has excellent he's, features. Uh-huh. But I say the most impressive thing of all is how good of a DM he is. I just Yes. I love, it is Hands a pleasure down. to watch him work.
1: Hands down. And Binwin's Nails Minions. It every time.
0: Bin, Binwin's Minions seems like a wicked fun game. Um, and, I the panel, tell, I get, and the
1: panel was great. I think the panel in themselves, like they, like I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I really had like no concept of it. And when I realized that they could all like, they could die so fast but then come back so fast
0: yeah well there was it a was time like, where they didn't so they didn't explain the resurrection stone mechanic so when everyone started dying like when when the thief i thought i maybe tuned very- out
1: and missed it that whole thing no
0: he didn't say anything about it because when no. the thief died at the beginning i was like okay is this guy just gonna sit here for right. the rest right i game? thought so too yeah and then they pulled out the resurrection stone and it rezzed the entire party which was you know honestly oh, great
1: see and i missed that i just really i just assumed that they were like Chris Perkins was pulling his magic juju and was no like, no
0: no I think it's part of the you game go I think for the it. idea is because Chris and I were talking about this Chris Larson and I were talking about this afterwards I was
1: like you talked to Chris Perkins no, no, without no, no, me no
0: no no um, no we talked about this afterwards and we were thinking that the idea is you want to try to get through the dungeon using the resurrection stone as little times as possible oh, you know what I mean well, that like, makes sense you want to get through with like less than three resurrections right. or something right right um. So the, the game, I get the impression, based on the panel, that the game is going to be released. Like, it's not something they're just doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like something, a product that they want to make, which I think is awesome. We
1: hope. One can hope. Yeah,
0: because I think it'd be a good party game. It kind of bridges the gap between serious Dungeons and & Dragons and, like, a family board game yeah. night. You know what I mean? I it think kinda... it was,
1: like, very amusing with the puzzles, too. like yeah, the, puzzles, the puzzles were great. puzzles were hard. And they weren't really more of, like, a battle. It was more of, like...
0: It was all skill challenges. Puzzly much. battle. Yeah.
1: Anyway, it was great. And Scott Kurtz, if you hear this any time in your life, maybe when you're in a nursing home <laughs> twenty million years from now, and you're just like, Oh, I have a podcast that has my name attached to it. What is this? Thank you for being a wonderful human being. Yeah.
0: You're truly, truly amazing. We love you. So I wanna talk about You're one- supposed
1: to say I know.
0: Oh. I really dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was my best. This is
1: our marriage. Yep.
0: Uh, I do not pick up the cues anymore. I no longer even know He's what's tuned going on. me out. Um. He's like,
1: stop flipping your phone. Well, because it's jiggling the... The camera's going to pick it up. Microphone? That... that...
0: Yeah, it will, though, because it's bouncing the... Can- it's not... All right, apparently I stand corrected. <laughs> um... So I want to talk about Saturday a little bit at PAX. Oh my goodness. Because uh, my other favorite part of PAX. Well, what was your, besides Scott Kurtz, what else did you like?
1: Chicken and rice?
0: No, chicken and rice was my least favorite part of PAX. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Josh not really that the wanted chicken, and, chicken rice, and rice. Not that chicken Josh and rice isn't it so good,
0: bad. but it was. Freezing. It was like 15 degrees Below in 100. Boston. And I had to wait in line for chicken and rice at a food truck for like.
1: You didn't. Have to. You wanted no, to. No, I
0: had to, Annie. The other options were dumplings or.
1: You're telling me you didn't want dumplings? Not as much
0: as I wanted chicken and rice. That chicken and, and rice is delicious. So you
1: didn't have to. You're
0: right. I chose to. Yes. And it was ridiculously miserable.
1: Well, I got to wait inside in the warmth. It was nice. And then the chicken and, and rice was And then I brought you the food. Yeah, me.
0: exactly. You and you loved I the chicken and rice. I thought it was
1: great. That's why I And it granted, was good. the chicken
0: and rice was delicious once I got it. But, but... then we
1: burped it up all day.
0: No, we did. It did give us a lot of heartburn.
1: Yeah, we got a little farty too.
0: Okay, so what else did you like though?
1: Okay, um, I really liked Dungeon World.
0: Oh yeah, we played, even though even though you slept through sh- 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 most of it.
1: Let me explain. I, with this pregnancy, was really determined to last all of Pax as much as I could, and the shuttle like shuts down halfway through the day, which is pretty ridiculously weird. And so our plan of me hanging out in the morning, going back to the hotel, taking a nap, and then coming back out for the concerts really didn't work. And I got to the point where it was like, "What? Twelve o'clock?"
0: And I was super worried about Annie's exhaustion level too. like so because you were pregnant, tired. I was so worried about you being too tired to you know keep walking around. And yeah
1: So anyway, so Josh came up with this great plan and played Dungeon World, which I love. And we're just learning, and the campaign's really fun. And, like, at 12 o'clock, we sat down, and I thought I was fine. I just got really grumpy and got really tired and laid my head down, and I was like, I'm going to sit this out for a little bit. I fell asleep. I woke up drooling on this backpack, like, an hour later. And then right at the, like, last half hour, I jumped in, Mm -hmm. and my character kind of disappeared. But it was still really fun. I think it was, I like... I'd wake up every once in a while when people would like slam the table, or be like, "Ah!" <laughs> and I'd be hearing things, and and then we got to meet um, G Willikers. So that's name? yeah. So
0: that's the other part I wanted to. That was gonna. That's a good segue into my other favorite part of PAX. So um, PAX this year, there it is. Yeah, PAX this Pregnancy year brain, for sorry. me, PAX this year was all about, which was really cool because it was different than other years. This year, PAX for me was all about playing games. And yep. meeting people, yep. and that was super different because usually we do almost all panels, and we barely have any time to relax.
1: Yeah, so and we wait in a lot of lines. And We wait
0: a lot of lines. We didn't
1: want to do that because I was really pregnant. Yeah.
0: Well, we, let's. Well, I don't want to get out because we're talking about Dungeon World. Let's sorry. talk about that after. Uh,
1: okay. I'll um, tune you out.
0: <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so uh no, I need your input on this one. So. For those of you, if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you like tabletop RPGs and you haven't played Dungeon World, I highly recommend you check out Dungeon World, especially if you like D&D. It's a super fun game. It has, in my opinion, less, it's less mechanics heavy than D&D. There's less rules to worry about, but really, really fun. So I had the absolute pleasure of meeting one of the creators of Dungeon World, Adam Koble, who is a fantastic DM. I watch him all the time on Roll20's uh, Twitch channel, and I've watched him run everything from post-apocalyptic games to second edition D&D. Right now he's running a cyberpunk uh, game called The Sprawl on Roll20's channel.
1: I'm pretty sure this baby knows his voice.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's on all the time in our house. So I got to meet Adam, which was super cool, but what was even cooler is like Adam was really relaxed to talk to us. You know what I mean? Like he didn't care how many questions I had about DMing. He didn't care. Like he he kept the conversation going, you know, right. which was awesome. It wasn't like I was throwing words at him and he was just like, uh-huh, yep, yeah, great. Glad you like my product. Like, cool. Someone's was, looking at my
1: book. You got to walk away now. Adam. Yeah,
0: like he was genuinely having... um a really good conversation with me about DMing and about the mechanics of both Dungeon World and Apocalypse World, which Dungeon World is based on. Um, and just a really, really nice, cool guy. Uh, it made me... It, it was refreshing to know that he is the same person in real life that he is on his streams. Yes. Because on his streams, he seems very personable and charismatic. And to know that he's that same way in person and that he's genuine in that way... Agreed. ...was really, really cool.
1: Totally agreed.
0: So I really liked meeting Adam... Um, and playing Dungeon World was wicked fun. And a couple other games that I played that I want to highlight real quick, um, were... Oh! Thornwatch. Thornwatch. So Annie and I played Thornwatch with our, with, uh, Chris. And who else played? Mike.
1: Yeah,
0: And then two people that joined us. Two, two strangers. Two strangers that joined us at the table, Stranger which was cool.
1: dangers.
0: Um, so Thornwatch... As they call them. I don't know how much I should bother to explain because chances are the people listening to this no, podcast just say, already know what Thornwatch is. You
1: know, Thornwatch game coming out, pretty yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. So Thornwatch, hopefully, is really coming out really soon. Really hard to
1: figure out on your own, but like so worth it in the end. Like, well, and I
0: think part of the reason it's hard of to figure my out my
1: problem is I don't like rules. You don't. I hate listening to them. I hate the. I hate being confined and. <laughs> <laughs> I Annie hate, just wants to live in anarchy. I just hate. She wants having, a lawless society. Like, it makes no sense when you I think about yell. it. <laughs> I spiked
0: that. <laughs> in,
1: in, in games, it makes no sense to say that cuz what would games be without I, well, rules? So exactly. I like to surround myself with people who love rules. You're, and so I sit there and I sit there and I sit there.
0: Your your world, your your game anarchy world is like Playing make believe on the playground and being like, uh, playing cops and robbers and be like, oh, I caught you. And you're like, no, I didn't. I got, no, you didn't. I got away. No, but I, but I threw my lasso around you. Ah, but I escaped. Like, that's a, a game with no rules. Yes. And that's chaos.
1: Chaos. And I like chaos. But I also like rules. I <laughs> like the Joker. I like Introduce rules a little too. anarchy. I just don't like having to know them all. So I'd rather somebody tell me, no, you can't do that. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah, And so anyway, it was really fun to, to kind of like learn with everybody and like see the process of everybody learning um, together and meeting those two new people who I don't even know their names.
0: I can't remember either.
1: They didn't tell them.
0: Um, I I'm don't sure think they did. They, uh, they must have.
1: No, because I never said what my name was.
0: I guess you're right. Uh, that's PAX for I you. remember thinking <laughs> halfway
1: through, maybe I should say what my name is to them. And then... I thought, no, this is weird. It's already been halfway through this thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. But that's kind of PAX, you know? That's
1: PAX for you, baby. <laughs>
0: um, so, Thornwatch is great, though. Thornwatch is... What?
1: Hold on to the computer.
0: Thornwatch is being partially created by um, Mike Krahulik, who is one of the creators of Penny Arcade and uh, co-founders of PAX. So, um, it's a really cool game. The art He's the artist for Penny Arcade, so the art for the game is super cool.
1: Beautiful. Yep,
0: beautiful art.
1: Purple Um, and green. The only
0: reason I think the rules were hard to figure out was because there was no rule book, you know what I mean? Like, there was no... I think that once the game is packaged and finished, you know what I mean, and there's a finished rule book, Mm -hmm. I think that the game will be easier to understand. Like I I think that the directions will flow easier from the game once it's a finished product and the pieces are better organized and stuff like that.
1: All those things. I
0: think part of it was just because it was such a, a demo, you know... Like a homebrew demo thing. Right. I think that was part of the problem. Um, but we had a lot of fun playing it. We we actually missed the Thornwatch panel because we were playing Thornwatch. So, you know, it was definitely fun. We enjoyed it. Um, but the big game that I discovered that I know that Andy is going to hate me for because I'm just going to spend money on it is Star Wars Destiny.
1: Star Wars so Destiny. So Good. I mean people freaking, like one guy walked by the table and saw this starter pack that Josh just bought and he's like
0: The Kylo Ren. Hey day. man.
1: Hey man, where'd you get that? It's like a drug. It
0: is. It's a people are it were is like a hot commodity. Dude,
1: where'd you get that heroin? I need a stash.
0: There's a local uh game store called Game Box that we go to sometimes and um I went there last weekend.
1: Shout out to Game Box. Game Box
0: is awesome. Um and they had one Booster pack left, so I bought that booster pack, and I'm gonna keep checking with them to see when they get more. But it's insane trying what to what's find nice
1: about Star that, Wars Destiny stuff. Just to boost you, Game Box, is that you don't charge a ridiculous you fee for them. You
0: don't. You don't. So maybe just I you can't won't be anywhere. so
1: mad at my husband every time he goes out and buys them.
0: Oh, I'm definitely not buying because the ones
1: at packs were like super, yeah. super stupid.
0: Booster we packs online. We are call that
1: word where they they hike things up. They were Price just, gouging. They were gouging my eyeballs
0: out. Um. So, I am definitely right now. they' You okay? No, baby.
1: <laughs> well, I know, and it but hurts. I'm gonna
0: keep moving the. the oh, computer. okay,
1: <gasps> pregnant wife. It's fine. <laughs> just, just don't move and seize your backup so that the camera mic sounds good. It's I'm fine.
0: I'm sorry. I just need to know if so I can hold I'm the computer. I'm
1: just, just stretching.
0: Okay. God. Um. But anyway, so Star Wars, Destiny, Star Wars Destiny was super cool, and um, even if I did pay like three times the normal price for a friggin' starter pack, because it's so dumb. But anyway, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, do you want to tell the listeners why you didn't have to wait in line?
1: Because I got a medical badge. Yeah,
0: so... For anyone out there who is pregnant or has a mobility issue and goes to PAX and does even not... Even if you
1: have diabetes.
0: Even if you have diabetes. If you do not know about the medical badge, it's a really awesome thing. So Annie obviously was having a hard time. Well, not really, actually. You, I was super impressed with how well you did at PAX, walking Thank around. You were, we weren't um, sure, but we, were we got it the beast. first
1: day just in case I wasn't.
0: Yeah, so walking around, Annie was fine, but obviously standing in lines for hours would have been miserable. Yeah. So with the medical badge, they let you sit off to the side, Um, and then right before a panel opens, they come and get you. So you don't have to stand in line, which was phenomenal. So really, even though it was amazing to meet Scott Kurtz, we would have gotten into Scott Kurtz's panel anyway, because we would have had a medical badge and we would have, um, right. Set up front, but then we wouldn't have gotten to talk to them. It anymore.
1: wasn't that that mattered. It was the no.
0: Oh, absolutely. Me. Of I star would stars. not trade a single thing. But yeah. I'm just saying that, like, we were really fortunate to not have to worry about lines at all. Indeed. Because the because of the medical badge stuff, Indeed. which was
1: awesome. I totally agree.
0: Um, the concerts were good as always, although they weren't really my <laughs> highlight this year.
1: Okay. The spoiler alert on the concert.
0: How can it be a spoiler alert? The concert's over.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Spoiler alert to the story. Saturday's concert was, like, backwards. Like, the best act on first. Oh, yeah. By like far. And the, like, worst act on last. So, started with the one-ups. Who was are awesome. Brilliant. Love the one-ups. And then, like, you're all feeling all jazzy and boppy. And then next thing you know... DJ front. MC MC front a lot. (laughs) Whatever. The soup stale man. (laughs) (laughs) You're asking a lot out of a pregnant lady at 8 30 at night. And then and then like this hardcore death metal band and like
0: Viking something.
1: Literally they came out and there was like nine people standing in front of the stage. Everybody else was like lying down on the ground and it was very scarce. And like People were, like, leaving after MC he Front did. a lot.
0: Yeah. Like, as soon as And as, as soon as, soon as we started, realized
1: what kind of music they were going to start playing, like, we gave them 30 seconds, maybe. Not we even. gave them,
0: like, two guitar strums. And they were like, all right.
1: Yeah. This is not for us.
0: And granted, you know, it is for some people. But I just thought it was funny because nobody, you know what I mean? Like, it would have been different if there was a, a big group of hardcore metal fans there. But no Which one I stayed. Which I think there
1: was. Like, oh, like, last year, I remember... Like people moshing and stuff. It was just so weird. Like I like Josh and I were talking about how Friday just seemed like everybody was there on Friday. Yeah, Friday the definitely. Saturday seemed like more it just seemed really day. like there wasn't a lot of people at the concerts.
0: What was interesting though Maybe is, there were some
1: really good panels at that time.
0: Maybe. But what I thought was interesting was that like Friday night it went about as how, how you would expect it to. Like the quartet had a decent sized crowd, but it was a slower start. Yeah. Bit Brigade got people really excited with the Mega Man music, mm-hmm. and then you had left by this time, but the Proto Men rocked it. Like, I wasn't a big fan of Proto Men, and they weren't my thing, but people there went crazy over Did them. They? Like, they loved the Proto Men stuff.
1: That's
0: good. So Friday was a little bit more what I would have expected, you know? And yeah. Saturday was just kind of a dud, I think, with the exception of the one-ups. The one-ups were so good.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: And I like MC Front a lot. You can just never understand what he says live.
1: Yeah... I like his energy. I'll sit there. I mean, it was kind of funny to be pregnant and and be lying on the floor. Your whole body is just booming. And you're like, this baby is going to be, like, epileptic by the end of this. I know. And so, like, it was just kind of funny, like, lying there on the ground. And, like, MC Frontalot's beats just, like, coursing through my body. Mm-hmm. And the baby's, like, kicking and just, I don't even know. I'm
0: glad. I'm really glad that the first concert night you decided to like you decided to go back to the hotel and didn't try to stick it out you know what i mean like i'm glad you admitted yeah, man. That you to i was leave. like
1: defeated and on the way to walking to the shuttle i almost started crying because i was just so mad that i had to step back this year a little bit i've tried so hard to make it to the end and like i just remember looking at josh i asked him to come out and get my purse and because it was just in so much pain and he looked so excited because they were playing the Mega Man game with the music, and he looked so excited, and I like had this moment of like I should just ask him to come back with me because I'm not feeling really well right now, and like I'm nervous to get to the shuttle. And but then I looked at his face, and it looked like Christmas morning, and I was like I can't take this away. <laughs> it was so oh I God. shuffled my Mega way Man. like super slow all the way to the shuttle just, like, try not to cry, and then, like, I get out to the shuttle, and there's, like, 50 people in line for our shuttle, and I'm, like, I'm not even gonna get on this one, so I was, like, whatever, I'll give it a try, my life is really stupid right now anyway, and so I get in line, and, like, maybe four people got behind me, and those, like, two people behind me got on, and then, like, They stopped. So I made it, like, the last seat. And once I sat down on the bus, it was, like, pure relief of, like, I'm going to be home soon. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad I didn't take Josh out of that because he was, like, so jazzed looking. I think
0: that was my favorite concert because, like, I I was even saying to Russell in between. I don't think you heard this, but Mega Man 2 is Russell's favorite Mega Man. Yeah. And I remember saying to Russell, he's like, oh, you know, I wonder what game they're going to speedrun. And I looked at him and I go, Russell. I I literally said this to him. I go, Russell, what if they do Mega Man? Because I know they've done Mega Man before. And uh, Russell was like, no, don't get my hopes up. I'm not, I don't want to believe it. Like, I'm not going to believe it because I'm going to get my hopes up and that's going to be it it. and it's not going to work. And so then they get up there and they're like, we're going to do, you know, a game. Well, they said something like, we're going to do a game that we've never done at PAX East before. But it's one, of, you know, it's one of our favorites or something, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And they were like, here comes Mega Man Two and Russell. As soon and I as I lost everyone, as,
1: no, everyone did. As soon as they said that, like people were, I feel like they were like <laughs> crying. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, ah! And everybody stood up. It's hard at the concerts to actually have people stand. Like we go to the concerts to sit and just listen to the music. We like mostly lie on the ground like we're dead fish, and. Yeah, Bit That's a weird got concept. People... I don't like saying that we're dead
0: fish. <laughs> dead fish. And he's dead fishing it on dead. The floor, the We're just dead.
1: And anyway, I think, um, I do think that it is funny when, like, you can tell when a good artist is on because people are, like, up on their feet. And, well, that's
0: like, what amazed me is out. you should have seen the people standing for Proto Men. Like, and yeah. people were, like, cheering. I know. And, like, and
1: I felt, like, such a jerk because I, like, couldn't handle it. And,.
0: Well, I left anyway. during Proto Men. I wasn't a big Proto fan, but...
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the other
0: one. Bit Brigade? No. So Proto was after Bit Brigade, and they really got people hyped up. Like, they weren't my thing, but people at PAX clearly loved the Proto
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think... If I had tried to stay the whole time, and I ended up getting like back probably an hour and a half before the guys... I was so tired. I got... But I was so sore that I got in the shower and i was also really hungry so i took a package of ritz crackers into the shower with me and i was standing under the hot water eating ritz crackers like in the shower and i was just like i what have i become like what is this and then like i lied down in the bed and i was just like i needed to do this and i don't think i would have lasted saturday all that well had i not
0: I agree. got back
1: early So lesson learned, when you're tired at PAX, you just take a step back. Mm -hmm. You're not going to miss it all. Yep. You can pretty much look up anything you want to look up in the end. And it's all about being with your friends and enjoying your time and being in Boston with all the people that love your culture. And that's about it. That's that's why we love PAX. We don't love it because we get free swag or... You know, we don't like, really
0: get that much free swag anymore.
1: Right. I mean, we used to love it when we got good swag, but swag is hard because giving people free stuff is hard. Yeah. So
0: it's the atmosphere. Our Pax focus has, has changed. Yeah.
1: We like the culture. And this
0: year, getting to meet so many people that I had yeah. seen but never gotten to talk to, like Adam and Scott and Chris Perkins, that was so cool.
1: I agree. So I think all in all, Success. The baby didn't pop out. Yep, like we, we made it. Right. Sunday
0: rolled around, and we got on a train, and we headed home.
1: And as we were on the train, we ended our Pax adventure by watching our, um, acquisitions incorporated online on, on the Twitch. Train. Yep. So it's like we were there in spirit. I mean, without the crazy scary line. Yep. Which we were like, no, we could have just gotten in with the pass.
0: I know, with our medical badge. Oh, we wow. just gotten in. Next time. If you're if you're ever pregnant when we're at PAX again, we're definitely going to the acting. We're just
1: gonna try and plan it around that. Yeah, so. exactly. Anyway,
0: so do you have any other concluding thoughts about PAX?
1: I don't think so. Well, I think that's
0: it. I think that's our PAX PAX in review. Yeah. So and our first podcast back in a long time, and hopefully not our last. I think we should keep trying no. to do this once a week. I think
1: with the baby coming, we're like super. We're at this point now where we're in like the end. Stages of prepping, and so it's a great time for us to
0: well, and chat I think
1: with you all, and and I
0: think even when the baby's here, it'll be nice to use this as forty-five minutes of sitting and talking. You know, <laughs> <what> I mean,
1: <laughs> you can tell we're new parents because we think we're gonna have forty-five minutes of silence. You know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna have that baby strapped to me or something, then all of a sudden gonna be like. Yeah, we'll just do it during and the then feeding. Josh will be like, "No, that noise!" And then
0: let's we'll do it when the baby stuck okay. to your boob. And
1: then when the baby stuck to my boob, he's gonna be like, "Do you hear that sucking noise?"
0: No.
1: But no. anyway, we're we'll anyway. get there. We'll have uh, our wonderful mother in laws come over and watch the baby, and we'll do this because we love to talk to each other. Clearly, mm-hmm. we're so good at it. Yep. <laughs> so good at it.
0: We'll have to figure out something else to talk about next week. Maybe next week we can talk about all our role playing adventures.
1: Role playing adventures. Well,
0: so that has been. Oh, and
1: we should talk about board games.
0: Yeah, we should. That has been PAX East 2017. Thank you all for listening. Um, I'm Josh Smith.
1: I'm Annie Smith. I love you.
0: I know.